Are you like us, tired of all the politically correct horseshit on podcasts and in the media? Need a podcast that's funny, smart, and gassy? It's not politically correct. It's just correct. This is the Carolina Underground. Throw that middle finger in the air. Raise them up. Because it's time to get loud, proud, and in your face. Generation X. Generation X. The best generation of all time meets the grit of the South. It's about everything and nothing at all. From current events to woolly boogers to movies to politics. Loud, brash, funny, and never, and I do mean never, predictable the carolina underground with mark and mike yo 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 it's the carolina underground welcome back to season two episode seven the parachute's back the money's in there. We're wearing black suits, glasses, and ties, and we're getting ready to jump the hell out of a perfectly good airplane. Well, now, I don't agree with that at all. I'm wondering who the other yo-yo is. I mean, I know you, you know, got kind of gotten used to you calling me a yo-yo, but, I mean, there's four there's four yo's in there, brother. Uh-oh. I added an extra one. Normally, I only do three. You're cheating on me. Coming to you live from the replica back cave with Flossie Dog. Playing with her toys and eating her food. We're talking about something. I done forgot what we was talking about. Well, you started talking about Mr. D.B. Cooper. Oh, you know. D.B. Cooper. Yeah, that's an old uh, rascal. Well, you know, I mean, again, I, I don't understand. The first thing right off the bat that I don't understand, and there are many things in this world I don't understand, um, but the first I, you thing, know what I don't understand, you go ahead and I'll that? tell you something I don't understand. Well, I don't understand why anybody cares who DB Cooper was or is or anything like that. My, my expectation is that the man didn't survive the jump. Now they say he did. Who cares? I mean, what they, yeah. and they found some of the money. I guess that kind of makes this episode short and sweet. <laughs> well, no, you you may have your opinion and mileage may vary, and I'm not sure that it was all that sweet. But you know, well, you know, and actually, you know, that you say that that's one of the. I think there's like there's several raging public debates about DB Cooper and the DB Cooper legend, and one of them is did he survive the jump? And you know that it's. Either way, that you've got ex- some experienced skydivers saying he would have died, and you've got some that saying that if he knew what he was doing, it was no problem. But for all right. intents and purposes, from the way the guy acted and the way that it was reported that he acted, mm-hmm. it more than likely was that he knew what he was doing. Well, yeah, and I mean, again, a fellow uh, skydived not too terribly long ago from uh, I want to say, I, I, I don't want to call out the, I'm, I'm not that much that good of a meteorologist. So he, anyway, he went up way, way up high and essentially the edge of space okay. and had to be in a pressurized suit to be able to, you know, stay alive right, long right, enough to make right. the jump. And Seems he like survived. I remember that. Yeah, he survived. Now they you tumble. Now Maverick did that in that, that new experimental airplane he was flying, and he landed somewhere in BFE, and they thought right. he was an alien. Yeah, but again, you uh, you know the the you, you there's not enough air up that high to stabilize your fall for a long way. But you don't like burn up on reentry or anything like that, right. and you you know from my, what I understand, he you you tumble uncontrollably. Well, so he, he you, didn't have to worry about none of that because he wasn't that far up. DB, yeah, DB. you're right. Well, yeah, and actually, was, the DB was a mistake from the beginning. That was on the media when they were reporting it because the na- name he actually gave was Dan. Okay. See, well. I know, you know some things. 
Well, no, I, I, I have no doubt. But again, the thing is, the guy that did the jump from the balloon survived. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, from what I gathered when I heard about that, um, well, what I remember of it is that, you know, he, he tumbled uncontrollably until he got in enough um air when there was enough air when the air pressure got to the point where it started doing some resistance so i mean if you could keep your wits about you and you know long enough to get to that level i mean because again at the height that that a jet airliner flies you do have to use oxygen right you won't be up there for long gravity is not just a good idea it is the law they're talking about is the type of parachutes that he requested kind of lead to the fact that he knew what he was doing because they were military parachutes and they don't work the same as right. most people that what they go skydiving with. So, yeah, you know, it, it, it it's just kind of interesting though. And I'm kind of like you, this story has permeated popular culture in America. I mean, there are movies, not just about DB Cooper, but where the concept of going out to find D.B. Cooper is like the main focus of the movie or something that these kids grew up with. For example, there's one movie that comes to mind that says the movie that came out, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s without a paddle. I mean, that when they were kids, that's what they wanted to do was go find D.B. Cooper. So they go to the wilderness Mm -hmm. to honor their friend that died to find D.B. Mm-hmm. Cooper, and they find naked women with long air, armpit hair up, living up in a tree. Well, there you go. But, you know, again, you know, I think that the reason that people are so fascinated about it is the, well, I mean, it's part of our nature of wanting to do, you know, things that are um, adventuresome and that people normally don't do. I mean, again, that's why people climbed into canoes and paddled uh, you know way out into the ocean you know mm-hmm. and wound up in you know i mean uh, you know the, the phoenician or you know not the phoenicians uh, the philip you know the the filipinos the uh polynesians i couldn't think of that to save my ever-loving soul i've probably committed several microaggressions in one sentence kind of like but, your uh, hand emojis that you sent me the other day. <laughs> well now hey hold on i can't help it that my what was it my fist bump yeah yeah i it wouldn't give me a uh, it wouldn't give me a white boy fist bump it only got, gave me uh it only gave me uh, uh fist bumps of color well mine but, wasn't uh, mine wasn't white mine was yellow well that's true too but you know but <laughs> so i mean again so that's the first thing the second thing is is we all get we're all intrigued by people who come up with ways to do th- or come up with with tricks i mm-hmm. mean again i remember the first time i went david pearson uh in the early days of nascar back when they were still driving those ford coupes um he won a race by using um a he, he bought you know a whole spool of copper wire Mm-hmm. And made a, a a fuel line that would hold a gallon of gas, so he was able to keep driving longer than everybody else. He didn't have to pit as often, and he, you know, and that's a, that's one of those things where you know he wasn't breaking any rules. He just was clever and right. found a way around them, because the rules said your gas tank could only be a certain size. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and that kind of thing we all find intriguing, finding a way to beat the system, as right, it well, were. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, the recent, you know, and the reason I think uh, that I jumped on, decided, you know, we'd kind of discuss D.B. Cooper today mm-hmm. was, you know, recently. And I, think well, I thought we were I thought we were going to cuss D.B. Cooper. Dang it. Oh, well, we can do that, too. But <laughs> I had to fire up to General Lee. Up, oh, I got you. Go ahead, brother. Sorry, didn't mean to oh, no, you're fine. It's early, <laughs> I think it was either earlier this month or sometime. There was an article talking about there was some new evidence that they were coming out to where they thought they may actually be able to bring a conclusion to the case because there was this one guy 
and I do not remember his name, but they pretty much thought that he was D.B. Cooper. Mm-hmm. He knew a lot about it. He was an experienced skydiver. He had done military skydiving, and they thought it mm-hmm. was him. And so they were. Te- they had found DNA on the tie, and they had some other items that they had found DNA on, and they were testing the DNA with the new thing. And he actually, the guy that was a suspect, actually gave a DNA sample. Mm-hmm. and they were doing the testing, and I think they actually even made it into a TV show. I'm not sure if it's one of those, I think, the one I with think Lawrence Fishburne or something, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't that- seen it yet, but I do know that it came back, you know, that um, the, F, the uh, DNA came back not matching the guy that they thought that it was. Right. So, but they do now have a profile supposedly the DNA profile of D.B. Cooper. Now it's just a matter of finding who it is, running it against known databases and stuff like that and seeing if there's a hit. And, you know, odds are, this if, if it's not somebody that's in the database, I mean, this happened in 1971. Right. So this is getting to the point where if the guy's still alive, he's old. Yeah. Really no, old. No doubt. Yeah. Well, and I mean, again, so that, but we're, we're, we tend to be suckers for this because recently somebody else has found supposedly the plane, you know, Amelia Earhart's plane. Now there have been several and it's in the water. Now there have been several instances Mm -hmm. where people have come up with stuff on these uh, islands out there in the middle of that, of, of the, I guess Polynesian island chain or whatever that, right. um, or is it the Solomon island chain? I don't know. At any rate, it was one of them islands out there in that water. Yeah. Out there in the water, out there, out, out there somewhere near or that uh, woman didn't have no business being in the first place. Well, that's true. But here, here, neither hither nor yonder, the, the, they've supposed, you know, I remember them finding the, 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 wreckage of an aircraft that was similar to the one that she flew mm-hmm. on the land. And now this one says they found the same wreckage underwater. And of course, then there's the, uh, the flight 19 TBA Avengers. They've found, uh, the, they found Avengers or a flight of Avengers in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they thought it was them, but when they looked at the tail numbers, it wasn't them. And I mean, again, people have been flying stuff and jumping out of planes and stuff for, you know, a couple hundred years. Well, not right. a couple hundred, well, I mean, for they, quite a while now. Right. Well, and I think part of this is, I think by nature, mm-hmm. we as humans want an ending to the story. Oh, absolutely. And the story does not come, have the beginning, the middle, and the end. For mm-hmm. Deep down, that really bothers us. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we need closure. And I understand. I mean, you know, shoot, you and I, you and I have spent many, how many hours talking about, uh, you know, the Kennedy assassination. And the bottom line is there's a point beyond which you're never going to know the truth because the people that knew the truth are dead. Right. And that's why they have this stuff classified for 50, 60, 60 years and like in the case of uni- of unidentified fly- frying objects they uh they just change what they call them so that you can't get the information right so you know you so again at the end of the day what you know it goes back to one one of the things i say all the time you know what you may be right and I do believe I remember seeing about the the guy they thought was D.B. Cooper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, at this age, I, well, it's the same kind of thing as uh, now. I don't remember if this was a if this was a fictional tale, but I think that there was somebody that said on that on his deathbed claimed to be Billy the Kid. Uh, well, there's been several, you know, you had that. Well, yeah, that was essentially the premise of one of Young Guns, too. Right, exactly. Was Brushy Bill something that came out and claimed to be Billy the Kid? And there's been several people that have claimed to be Billy the Kid. And, you know, we talked right. about that, uh, what was the movie we I was telling you about the other week, uh, Henry, to where you think this is this old farmer, and it turns out that it's actually Billy the Kid that survived Pat Garrett and is mm-hmm. up here 
are up in the living in a farm life, trying to hide and just be normal and had put away his killing ways. And then they try to figure out who he is and he has to go kill all them too. Right. Right. Well, you know, and who knows again, the, 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 the only, the only person for sure that knows or the only individuals or whatever you want to call it that know for certain are the gentleman who was DB Cooper mm-hmm. and almighty God. And I don't think he's telling he doesn't seem to be, you know, illuminating that particular. And he may be dead. We nobody knows. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's kind of like the zodiac. What? Nobody knows. And, and didn't we discuss recently that somebody has come up with new evidence on who Jack the Ripper was? Yes, we did. There is okay. an article about new evidence on Jack the Ripper and um, about something about retesting the walking stick or mm-hmm. the hand carved walking stick. Right. We're saying and it, what goes, about, it still goes back to you. Everybody, we're constantly looking for that ending, and if we don't have one, and nothing that presents itself, yeah, we'll just make one up. It don't matter. Well, yeah, and I mean, again, but it, your ears are going to perk up whenever anybody comes. And I mean, it, it, quite frankly, uh, in you know, for for you know, to 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 put it in the words of, or not in the words of P.T. Barnum, but in, in the spirit of P.T. Barnum uh, on being a showman. It's a great way that you can get somebody's attention if you want to sell a book. Right. A sucker's born every minute. Isn't that what he said? Right. Oh, I I'm don't sure think you quite did. wanted to say that, though. But No. And, I I, and I'm just it. as bad as anybody because I'll see that oh, yeah. somebody will write a book, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, like, yeah. For example, that uh, Patricia Cromwell, I think uh, there was I think, if I'm not mistaken, the book actually changed names because when I read it the first time, it wasn't named Ripper. It was named something else. And then I think they actually changed it after they updated or something to the Ripper or something like that. But, you know, she, you know, she's a fiction author, but she's also a nonfiction author, but she also has medical examiner experience and stuff like that. So, you know, and you know what else, if you plagiarize a book, they'll hire you to be the president of Harbor university. Well, you can't just do the book. You've got to write it. It's got to be a doctoral dissertation. I understand. I just thought I'd throw that in. Well, so what well, about Anna Karenina? Well, and to come to find out, mm-hmm. that's not the only one that's being a plagiarist at Harvard. Nope. That's, uh, that doesn't surprise me. I have known a few Harvard graduates, and I have not been Well, I'm going to tell you what, I know one person right now that is a student at Harvard, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he is a fine, upstanding young man. Okay. That I, if he, from what I know of him, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like you. I ain't seen shit from Harvard that has impressed me. What little bit yeah. ever. No, I, I am right there on you. Well, and again, I think, what we what I was thinking about this the other day. Okay, so whatever happened to you know the Boy Scout values of you know of of you know being you know stalwart and upright and trustworthy mm-hmm. and you know I I know we had this whole thing you know and and, I, and Clint Eastwood was at the top of the list of the anti-hero right. but even with the anti-heroes they always stood for what was right now again there's a movie here recently and it's kind of funny and you know that called the beekeeper I think oh yeah that yeah. Uh, you know that's, and I, that and, just come out I think didn't it recently yeah and I think that's hilarious because I am a beekeeper and I wander around. I mean, I've got a shirt from the Beekeepers Association and I wander around with that. And every time I'm wearing that shirt and I, and I hear that movie, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, now I got to explain what kind of beekeeper I am in addition hey, to what my pronouns are. <laughs> depending on what their view of the movie is, it might be a good idea that you just leave it up their imagination so they give you a wide berth. No, well, that's that's kind of my, you know, I I don't have to worry too much about getting a wide berth most of the time. Well, that's uh, called you crazy. Well, I know. I don't don't deny that. 
<laughs> ever. <laughs> that is just not something okay. I ever. Uh, this is, I'm going to bring up another topic. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and it, I'm shocked. <laughs> I don't normally <laughs> want to discuss this stuff, but oh lord, this this is a little bit different. It, um, you know, recently <laughs> the Independent <laughs> came out, and it was in Biden's handling yeah. of classified documents. Yeah, and they found uh, that you know he there shouldn't be any. Charges filed or anything like that. Big surprise. I mean, his, oh, yeah. I think what he did was worse than, or just as bad what as what Donald Trump did. But that's no, no, it was far worse. It was far worse. But well, I, I don't think it. Well, this is the part that I find far worse. I read the excerpts from the report from the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. and essentially, what the special investigator has essentially put on the record. Mm-hmm. is that Joe Biden doesn't have the mental acuity to even stand trial. Yeah. And if he doesn't have the mental acuity to stand trial, how in blue blazes does anybody think he has the mental capacity to execute the office of president of the United States? Well, nobody does. And, I well, mean, there may be a few holdouts out there at this point, but, I mean, the, the evidence has been on the table since the beginning of the Biden administration that they that he is not competent right. to hold office. But be that as it may, it doesn't matter because they put him there. And I mean, again, this is a whole point. Um, you know, by if we apply the same standards that were applied to Donald Trump, mm-hmm. the man should have been impeached before he could complete his oath of office. And um, if not then, well, theoretically, he, the they, first he should have weeks, been laughed out of the stage because he's a plagiarist as well. And he dropped him, they caused well, him to drop out of several presidential campaigns right. previously. Well, he was not, I mean, there. I, I was watching a clip today of uh, one of the, um, one of the uh, voting integrity um uh, hearings in the Senate. And it was a woman that was, I mean, she was very much explaining uh, a situation where they had a a ballot that came in and it was damaged and it was a Republican ballot for Trump. And so they uh, amend, you know, they, they fit, they put, they amended it. It would machine wouldn't read it. So they amended it so that it, the, it was correct in the machine. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they, they hit enter, it changed the vote from a straight Republican ticket for Trump to a straight Democrat ticket for Biden. Mm-hmm. And she brought that up to the supervisor. Mm-hmm. And there were other people who had seen the same behavior in the voting machines. And instead of anything, you know, and they spoke up as well. And the end result was they called her into the office and said, basically said, well, you're causing trouble. And if you don't stop causing trouble, then we're going to, you won't be allowed to work here again. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's going well, on. Well, I would have flipped them off and said, peace. No, I'm with you. But again, she's trying to do the right thing and do the right thing for the mm-hmm. country. But. You know, the point of the matter is we we saw this, 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 um, what do they call it? Um, uh, the CIA term for it. Um, Black op. Uh, um, nation building, I think they call it. And we saw it in Panama. We saw it in Nicaragua. We've we seen it, it everywhere. Yeah, right. And it's the, the, the difference is it's now being done in the United States and to the detriment of the American people. Now, that having been said, there's a large number of people that still have their head in the sand and don't believe it. Um, but, you know, it... it, it well, it just goes back oh, to the point that yeah. the guy proved in federal court that mm-hmm. you can hack the voting machines with nothing. Oh, absolutely. And as right. long as you can do that, 
don't care what you say, don't care what any of those voting machine companies say. I don't even right. know the names of them. I know that Fox seems to be aware of them, but Dominion, Dominion, or any of the other ones, as long as it can be hacked with that yeah. and that easily, there is yeah, no way in hell it should be allowed to be used in any election anywhere in the United States. Oh, no, no, absolutely no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. But, you know, again, the, the, the greater point is that we, we've, we are no longer in a position where we can not be involved, at least at a local level. You have to be involved and you have to be well you know i mean I, you remember i sent you that uh I, I know i sent you a meme that was showing and, that, and this surprised me and i did check on the meme and it's absolutely accurate um that we had more rights when our found under the under the uh british mar monarchy mm -hmm. when our um founding fathers said enough is enough and we paid taxes on fewer things as well i checked that one out too um well there were fewer things to pay taxes on but anyway i'm sorry i'm digressing in well there weren't sentence. federal taxes at yeah. that point because the income tax didn't exist exactly and that was enacted as a temporary measure uh pay off war, the war effort yeah exactly now um but the point being that that things have gone too far and the government has is out of blood. It is completely out of control. There is no doubt. And it is time that we get some rights back. But again, that was one of them. And of course, I, I, I think I sent you a copy of the article about the uh, White House funding uh, art, the use of artificial intelligence to censor, to seek out and censor uh, conservative viewpoints. So and again, of course, they and and well, and, and I don't think should. it's necessarily conservative either. I think the no, White House is no, no, no. Here, no. Listen to what I'm saying, though. I okay. honestly don't think they're necessarily targeting just conservative. I think they're also targeting anybody that can, or not only can, but does call BS on their crap. Oh yeah, and all anybody that, that argues with the narrative, right. yeah, yeah. No, and I and and I understand that, you know, and 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 I don't disagree with your statement there, but the point of the matter being that the only way we're going to ever get back to anything that even vaguely approaches sanity is when enough of the population gets angry enough and fed up enough that they're willing to do something about it. Well, and I just don't know. It, that I don't know if it's angry enough. That because the the uh, the other alternative, well, there's two other alternatives. One of them would make January the sixth look like a Sunday school picnic, which nobody wants. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the other one is a convention of the states mm -hmm. to actually redress the issues and rein the federal government in. Well, but therein lies the very problem in the first place, because the, the, the point of the matter is the state and local, the state officials are owned by the federal officials and the, you know, county and local officials are, are most likely owned by the state officials because all of this stuff is, is trickle down money. And it's just these folks going in there and lining their pockets and getting rich off of the taxpayer dime. I mean, it's it's all graft. It's all corruption. When you hear that, oh, this administration has created 80,000 jobs, they created 80,000 government jobs. They didn't create a single job actually feeding the beast. It's all taking away from, uh, you know, siphoning off that uh taxpayer dollar, you know, I mean, right. but again, it's, it, it, you know, most folks don't want to be bothered as long as they can, you know, watch football and drink beer and, you know, go to their man cave and play with their hobbies, do what, you know, play their Xbox, whatever. Right. Um, but I mean, this stuff is, um, it, it, if you, if you don't think that there are nefarious, um, 
motives behind nearly everything that somebody does. Well, the whole thing about how, what was it not too terribly long ago, of course, with the, with the whole Epstein thing and Jelaine Maxwell thing, and they were talking about how all of these folks, uh, they, you know, every, just about every dadgum one of them, they've got, comp you know, when by the time that they've been in office for a couple of months, they've got some kind of compromising photo or something that uh, they can, that could be used to, to oh, implicate yeah. them in sex crimes or something like that. Well, and then with the, with the technology that we have today with machine learning and stuff, if you haven't ever taken that course, there's a course in, in Amazon where they teach you about machine learning and just how easy it is to doctor a photo with that stuff. And it is scary. Well, even with AI, I mean, they're making, yeah. they even had to come out and say that, you know, the stuff, this stuff, isn't fr isn't legitimate. I mean, and then the we've had recently that uh, I guess is the FCC or FTC's ruled that those realistic AI phone call generators and stuff that yeah. telemarketers and stuff are using they've ruled them illegal now. You can't use them. Mm -hmm. Well, and that, I mean, we're gonna have to we're we're gonna have to do. As you know, when I say we, I'm talking the royal we. We, if we, if we want to continue to have our freedoms, and I mean, we're already in a, in a dystopian world, if you ask me. Um, you didn't, but I'm, I told you anyway. But if we don't want it to get significantly worse, we're we're gonna. Have, I mean, okay. So the the if you look at it at a ocean liner, okay. They don't turn on a dime, okay? You can't heal that thing over like you can, you know, your Beechcraft. Right. Okay? Right. It, it requires effort. It requires time. And it just, and, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not going to be a pleasant process in this case. So, I mean, if you were trying to avoid an iceberg in a modern ocean liner, it would not be a uh, pleasant process. You would be, you know, you'd be hauled over in a, in a, in a, you, you, you get introduced to one of the bulkheads pretty quick. Well, you'd probably be a hauled. you return it. Yeah. Well, I'd hate that. Yeah. That might hurt. Uh, yeah. You think? <laughs> well, you know, that was the whole reason that was such a punishment is because the barnacles that grow on the bottom of the ship. Uh, right, especially on wooden ships, and and they grow pretty quick, and so mm -hmm. it's it's basic. I mean, if you ever walk barefoot across an oyster bed, or across the shells on the beach when you're walking out to the beach, when you get to that patch of seashells, that would be the surface that you would be being dragged across. Right, when you're being keel hauled, and uh, you know. You're, it, when you're in ocean water, your body is buoyant, so your body is trying to head to the surface, so it's going to be mashing you up, press, mashing you up against the bottom of that, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it would not be a pleasant process. Not to mention the fact most people couldn't swim real well in those days, so you know. Well, they didn't need to. That's what the boat was for. Yeah, well, you'd kind of probably be pretty convinced that you weren't going to be able to hold your breath long enough to come back. Cause those, I mean, again, they're significantly smaller than the vessels we have today, but they weren't small. If you're being drugged across the bottom of one of those things, it'd take a minute. Yeah. And then of course, you're lucky if you get brought back on the boat and uh, not getting bit by something else as the blood got in the water and oh yeah, all that oh, good yeah. stuff. Well, that's just absolutely not a pleasant topic at all. <laughs> <laughs> we have hit new soapboxes. Yep, new soapboxes and new levels of uh, gore. Well, and it's just you know we I try to you know we do try to stay away from politics, generally speaking, because it does anger so many people. We try to talk about the woolly boogers and the stuff like well, the Cooper. And it all angers that. us. Well, it does, but I don't know. I don't think it necessarily angers me so much that other people are just so complacent and so apathetic that they don't take an active interest in anything. And it's like well, it, they don't want to take the time to actually think for themselves and just research and. Read. Well, 
but we stay too busy as well. And again, our, our parents and our parents' parents, I mean, our grandparents and their grandparents weren't as constantly busy as we are now. Now, I mean, they worked. They did work. There is no doubt. They worked as hard, if not harder, and it was physical labor, and you worked until you couldn't work anymore. But they also spent time visiting with each other. Right. They spent... Uh, well, and they didn't, they, they didn't spend all day with their nose in a screen and social media and all this other stuff right. through trying to project mm-hmm. the image of a lifestyle that they don't have. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, we have so many distractions now. And, again, a lot of these distractions are designed, they are technologically designed to produce uh, a dopamine hit, you know, like cocaine or heroin, you know, uh, to affect the chemicals in your brain. They spent millions or, I think, billions of dollars developing the tones that your phone makes to stimulate those regions in your brain with the with the uh, the acoustic levels and the harmonics and everything like mm-hmm. that, and I, I think they got it right because again, well, they got a problem of mine because mine the ringer's always off. So if you calling, they ain't no use hmm. to call because I ain't gonna hear it ring. No, I'm with you, but when that silly thing dings, it gets my attention whether I'm busy or not. And whether I'm going to answer it or not, and I mean, I'm not talking about it ringing, ringing. I'm talking about you get a, you know, the 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 bing tone from you've got mail type things to, you know, oh, there's a new post. You know, they they all have those are all. That. So again, it, it now what, the whole thing was subliminal advertising when the television first came out, and they experimented with this, and it was extremely effective. But they could do subliminal advertising. It was outlawed as a result mm-hmm. of it. Well, actually, it wasn't with the television. The first subliminal advertising was actually at the movie theater to get you to go buy the popcorn and the stuff at the concession stand. I thought, okay, well, I'll take your word for it. I'm, well, I'm, I mean, I'm seriously, I mean, that, why, there's a reason why you got popcorn and candy bars and drink cups with straws sticking out of them dancing across the screen. In the old movies before the stuff started, I mean yeah. that's what, and it, that's just where they made their money at. It wasn't the movie. Still don't make oh, yeah. money, uh, money showing the movie. Oh, that's true. And it's hard to beat movie theater popcorn. That now, is AMC true. has packaged some, and you can get it at your local Walmart. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you one thing: it says it's as good as it is at the movie theater, but that's a lie. It's yep. just regular bag popcorn. It don't taste as good as it is at the movie theater. And it just, I was very disappointed. And I probably was borderline traumaficated. And I couldn't even bring myself to look at a kernel of popcorn for the next six weeks. Oh, my goodness. I am so tired to hear that. It really hurt my heart. I, I can tell. <laughs> it really did. And you know what? It really, what really amazes me. What's that? Is you and I are both well of the age that we're old enough to remember when the village idiot and the president were two different people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have lived long enough to see it become the same person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, but again, going back to when, uh, you know, the, 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 his competence and whatnot for the job. Again, it's, it is, this is the thing that utterly fascinates me is Joe Biden was shown to be incompetent and was knocked out of the, uh, I mean, he was knocked out from the, the presidential, mm-hmm. uh, Till he race. got where? Wait a minute. <laughs> By Kamala Harris. Harris. Who called him a racist, yep. Right. And I mean, and pointed then it out. went where? Yep, I'm I'm getting to that point. <laughs> but the point being, I mean, again, the point being that it was, you know, the 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 I the Iowa primary was always the first primary. Right. And they just skipped right past that. Because they worked out a deal 
to get him on the ballot. And the thing, you know, and it was South Carolina and it was that, that you know, so I'm not saying that we don't have corrupt politicians uh, in the state house of South Carolina. And, and I mean, I, I just, I think in this day and age, you pretty much, by the time you get to the state house, you have been corrupted. Okay. I, well, I just, I don't I, I, think I, you can well, avoid it. I, I, okay. I see what you're saying, but I think I still have a little bit more faith in the system locally than that. Well, but I don't see how you can, because at the same time, so just like when I look at the Republicans, why has Mayorkas not been impeached? Why has Gavin Newsom not been impeached? Why has Joe Biden not been impeached? Why? Well, has... now, now, so now, other wait a minute. You also have let Gavin. Let's take Gavin Newsom for an example. Hadn't been impeached. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I recall I'm, him, but yeah, it's I meant, I meant to say Merrick Garland, but yeah. Now I don't. I mean, again, we just talked about the voting machines and the corruption with the with the voting process. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe, I cannot for the life of me believe that anybody is sufficiently delusional that they would have voted for the man that was arresting people for walking on the beach by themselves wearing a face mask well, during the COVID. But now, nonsense. wait a minute. You're also, remember, you're in a deep blue state of California. Yeah, but I mean, again, I understand that they 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 don't think the same way, but I mean again, that is utterly delusional. Now wait a minute. I understand what you just said, but those words are inaccurate. <laughs> okay, go ahead. They you said they don't think the same way. They don't think the same way as we do, but I mean no, that, I don't no, think that, that they're completely minute, delusional. I'm not done. I'm, I'm the English teacher in me is coming out. All right, boss. Go ahead. The problem is, <clears throat> excuse me, that they not that they do not think the way that we do. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is ninety nine percent of the time, all the people out there don't think at all. Well, I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna build on that because again, there's a uh, uh, I, I don't remember if it's Tibetan or Chinese proverb. Well, I mean, yeah, well, it's actually uh, cross cultural. So I'm gonna use the one that that just comes to mind because I think this one actually may be in uh, proverbs. But you 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 can't. You so can't you are now going to be intersectional. I'm going to be intersectional. You can't fill a cup. You can't pour anything into a cup that's already full. So the, right. the, the actual problem is the folks that are too convinced of their right of, of their correctness and their righteousness to listen to any new information. Okay. I'll agree with and that. And you know what? I, it's entirely possible. I mean, again, this goes back to the conversations I have with the flat earth people that I know. I, I personally am not, I personally believe in a round earth. I personally believe in a globe because like everything else out there is a globe, but you know what? They may be right. I don't know. I can't say with 100% certitude much of anything that, I mean, I'm not big enough to reach my arms around the whole globe and touch them on the other side. So I cannot say for well, certitude. I am, I can't do it right now, but I am drinking milk. All right. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. You are drinking milk. We're growing. So your bones will grow. Oh, gotcha. You're gotcha. You're a growing boy. Got That's it. Right. Got it. Got it. Kind of reminds me. You know, I was, you know, I, I every once in a while will peruse the TikToks. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, TikTok is an amazing thing. I just, right. I hate that it's Chinese, that it took the Chinese to invent something that is so genius. All right. But <laughs> there's this guy sitting on a backhoe. You know how big a backhoe is, right? Yes. A I big do. one, a full-size one. Mm-hmm. And he say, and the caption is, what happens when you teach somebody something at work? And this little guy comes, and this guy's riding, and he's riding one of them little baby backhoes, you know, like one of them bobcat things. Uh-huh. And he goes, 
And he yells out, who's a big boy? And that guy says, I'm a big boy. <laughs> and he says, who's a great big boy? I'm a great big boy. <laughs> and he says, I have laughed about that and laughed about that and laughed about that. Well, now here's my question, though. Why, in, why is TikTok so amazing when you've got uh, YouTube shorts and stuff like that? And well, I mean, I will, Instagram I, I, had clips. And Well, I'll tell you why. Because I'm not a TikTok person. I have well, I'm not really. A, I, yeah. Well, I've got it installed, and I do look at it. I don't follow yeah. a lot of people or anything like that. Right. Instagram started out being dog pictures or Facebook, picture, pictures, just pictures. Facebook, Twitter for people that couldn't read. Well, and it just started out. It wasn't people because it wasn't people trying to live the influencer lifestyle it was right. you got a lot of like sunsets and you got a lot of places people were at and you just saw a lot of different things yeah. then it got to the influencer thing to where they were trying to pretend that they were living yeah. a lifestyle that they're not right. and i don't think and you know well instagram has threads which is supposed to mess with or compete with twitter or x or whatever the hell it is truth i don't know yeah Instagram, I understood. Okay. Mm -hmm. TikTok is just, it puts it all right there and it shows up. I mean, on my the For You page, YouTube on the mini shorts and all that stuff, mm -hmm. it just didn't work. I mean, it's you got to look too hard to find the stuff. And I don't, oh, even, I didn't so. even know YouTube had mini shorts until you just said that. Oh no, I get them all the time. And, well, they come, and, I mean, and I think TikTok kind of sprung out of. There used to be an app called Vine that were just six mm -hmm. second or fifteen second videos, mm -hmm. and I think it was the I don't know who bought Vine or where it went, but it disappeared. But mm -hmm. I think that was the natural progression: is people just doing stupid stuff. And I mean, there are some people on those videos, not just on TikTok. I'm sure now they're cross-platforming them, but they are spitting some serious truth. And uh, people are starting to take notice because it's given people a platform. And while it does, the Chinese has that. I mean, it's a Chinese app. They're going to have access mm -hmm. to whatever it is that they want. But... Mm -hmm. They were flying spy balloons over the Dablame country anyway. It's not like they wasn't getting it anyway. Well, and I'm not sure. I'm not 100% certain what in the world they think they're going to do. with. I, if that was anything other than a stunt, I don't know what it was. And, of course, it still absolutely burns my bacon that we used an $18,000 missile to shoot down a, a, a $10 spy balloon. I mean, it just absolutely boggles my imagination well, but at any rate i won't get into that that's yeah. just cause we're crazy yeah well again that's the whole thing and and eisenhower told us before he left which was before i was born before he left office mm -hmm. where the military Their industrial, industrial complex and the undue influence it has garnered yep absolutely kennedy and, tried to stop the military yep. industrial complex he was assassinated and nobody right. seriously has stepped up to stop it since. No, nope. and of course, and we've talked about the Federal Reserve is the same thing. I'm so, interested, I mean, actually. I want to see, and I'm not a big fan of Tucker Carlson. Okay, I'm just going to throw that out there. I know people worship the quick sandy walks on. Some people do, but I'm not a Tucker Carlson fan. Never have been. Never have claimed to be. But I am interested in watching and listening to his interview with Vladimir Putin. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, I have been listening to and talking back and forth with expatriate Americans. Now, well, well <laughs> I mean, we give each other fashion advice. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But, uh, no, I've been uh, communicating with expatriate Americans that, Mm -hmm. don't live in the United States anymore. They've moved to Russia and places mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, we've touched on this before is mm -hmm. our media is yeah. so warped 
that yeah. they have people believing that people in these other countries are pretty much living in hovels that you right. got pre area post World War II Soviet conditions in the so in Russia to where you may have two apples in a grocery store and it's right. not like that. It's, well, it's just it, yeah. it's a farce. And the sooner that we as a country and citizens wake up and realize that the media is nothing but an extension of the government tries to keep you a tax cow so you can continually have your tits pulled for the money to flow out. Yep. We're screwed. No, you're absolutely right. And again, and wait, a minute, wait, a minute, at... wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Today's, what? it is 8.07 p.m. Friday, February the 9th, ladies and gentlemen. Say that what you just said again. What did I just say? That I am absolutely right. Oh, I want no, to record I... that. Say it again so I can send it to my wife. So I agree with you that I'm right. The... Well, no, that would you do about your wife? That's a different story. I don't think it. she's. Sometimes I don't think I'll she's going to. Thing, I'll slap her in the jaw. Well, I don't. Think I won't she's do it gonna... in person because she'll kick my ass. But I don't think she's going to listen to my opinion about whether you're right or wrong. Anyway. But that's but be that as it may. Well, no, not necessarily. I, you know, I'm. I, she don't know me from Adam's house cat, for goodness' sake. Well, I'll tell you but, what, though. Uh, if you're looking for an extra one, you give me like five pounds of pinto beans. We'll call it even, and you can have her. No, that's okay. I'm. I don't need an extra one. I, well, the I offer's on the table. Anybody out well, there looking for a good wife? She's got a good personality, good face. I'll take fifteen pounds of pinto beans, and I may even throw in a. <laughs> I don't know. You. I'll even throw in a used iPhone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you. I don't even want to know if you get any responses from that or not. I. Well, you know, that's the interesting thing. I forgot to even look to see if we got any email. (laughs) (laughs) There was some in there, but one of them they sent me was in Russian, and I'm like, look, dude, I do good to hit record. You think I'm going to be able to find out what you're saying when it ain't in English? It ain't going to happen. Well, Google Translate is pretty yeah, well that means good. You got to figure out how to get it out of the email into Google Translate, <laughs> and I can't say it because it just you know it just it, just, it is what it is at this point. No, I understand. I'm too I old. Then <laughs> crotchety. Oh, I am crotchety. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about that. And sometimes when I sit silently in my office. Or here, sometimes I whisper in my britches. <laughs> All right. Well, that is a little bit more information <laughs> than I think I wanted. That's the snap to the curly tail and everything in between. And we gone. Have a good evening. All right, you crazy bunch of motherfuckers. Wait. Uh, can we say mother? to the Carolina Underground. It isn't politically correct. It's just correct. Our motto is, if you can't go balls deep, don't go at all. Actually, that's not our motto, and I'm sorry. I I don't even know what that meant. All right, we got to go. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you didn't, we hope it really pissed you off. Follow us on Twitter at Carolina UNDGRND Underground. Get it? Or drop us an email at Carolina UNDGRND. Get it? At NorthState.net. We want to hear from you. Y'all be cool. See you next time on Carolina Underground. <laughs>